Well, hello, I'm Deidre Powell, Executive Director of Communications and Family Engagement, and thank you for joining us for another Conversations with Natomas Unified School District. I have the pleasure of having Michael Lynch with me. Michael is the co-founder and CEO of Improve Your Tomorrow. We often refer to it as IYT. Welcome. Hey, Deidre, thank you for having me. I am so excited about today. Um, I must tell you, I've heard so much about you and your partner, Michael, which kind of gets confusing. Like, which Michael are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, just about the amazing things that you're doing for young men of color in the region. So um, let's just get into first, you know, where did this come from? Like, where did this idea come from? How did you guys get started? Yeah, the idea came from really from experience. You know, I grew up in Sacramento, went to Valley High School in Southside. Chris Evans was my principal. So all things, right, all things, you know, he was a, been a great mentor for a long, a long time. And, you know, I went to an environment and a place where there was, all, there was exceptional talent, but not always a lot of opportunity outside of the school. And recognizing that, you know, I have friends who were smart and ambitious, hardworking, had these big dreams, but, you know, we often didn't see ourselves. You know, we look into a mirror, you want to be able to see what you want to be able to be. And, you know, we didn't see that often within our community or on campus. So, you know, when we, both Michael Casper and I had some exceptional opportunities to be able to, you know, play, we played football, so we got a chance to travel across the state, going to football camps. We both had a support system at home, which was unique within our community. You know, so when we graduated college, we came sprinting back, right, to our community and recognizing that we couldn't sit on the sidelines. We had to be in the game and figure out a way to help other young men of color access college. Um, you and Michael, you guys stayed in contact. Did you go to the same college or you just kept in contact? Yeah, we've been best friends since we were 13. Uh, first wow. day, first day, freshman year, football practice, he was brand new to SAC. So was I. I had came from Stockton. You know, we both clicked. Uh, he was, you know, he was a corner. I was a linebacker. We both <laughs> loved football and we worked diligently at it all year round. And we bonded over that. You know, that, that bond football turned into a lifelong friendship. So what was that moment, you know, once you both um, graduated and you said, you know, you came running back? Did you guys, you know, have a conversation? Sometimes things just kind of, you know, you don't start thinking it's going to be one thing, but then you're like, hey, I mean, was there like a moment where you just knew or did it just like gradually happen? Yeah, dude, you can tell you are experienced at this. Yes, <laughs> there was a moment. For me, it was a moment of deep sorrow and reflection. So I was 17. I was a freshman at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. And, it, you know, I was in football training camp, you know, living my dream, playing Division One football. And I got a call about a weekend that said around midnight that said one of my friends was shot and killed. Mm. And for me, you know, I was sad that I had lost a friend, but I felt guilty. I felt guilty that I was away from my neighborhood and my community. And I knew the same stuff was going to happen over and over again unless something changed. And for me, college was a gateway to a better life. But in reflecting on it, there was just so few of us who were here, like let alone graduating. So that was a moment where at the time I didn't know it was going to be IYT. I knew I was going to come back and serve my community and help other young people who had similar challenges and experiences that I did. Uh, and then IYT crystallized at a later moment. So um, share with us, what is the premise of IYT? Yeah, the premise is to close the college opportunity gap. You know, we believe that through exposure, college exposure, mentorship, and wraparound support services, we can close the college opportunity gap for young men of color. So we work with young people from seventh grade to college completion, 12 to 24. 
on school campuses, during the school day, before school and after school, working to make sure that, that young people have, have an ability to write for a mentor, have the college advising the support they need, get the tutoring support they need. I think most importantly, learn to develop uh, like a healthy, into a healthy young man. Mm-hmm. And I know we have IYT programs at all of our high schools and as well as Natomo's Middle School, correct? correct? Yeah, and Jefferson K. Oh, that's awesome. So just kind of tell us, like, what does that look like maybe like on a high school campus? If someone is in a part of IYT, what does that look like? Yeah, so I was just on, I was just at Intercom on Wednesday. I dropped in. It's one of our newer programs in the Thomas, and the program manager had a workshop. Wednesdays is workshop Wednesdays, and the the title of the workshop was Knowledge of Self. So he had you know 15, 20 brothers in the space, and they were going through this series of identity. And I'll and, and as I sat in a circle, I realized how rare this is. You have uh, you have mostly ninth and tenth grade freshman boys who are staying after school to have a conversation with other men who look like them, who share very similar experiences, and their experiences were diverse and but also represented some of the challenges we have within our schools. They talked about the negative stereotypes of of black people. They talked about the negative stereotypes of Latinos and Asians. And, they talked about these things, but they also talked about the challenges that they face as young men of color. Mm-hmm. So what it's like if, for an IYT brother is that they're going to receive daily mentorship. They're going to get one-on-one support with college advising. And most importantly, they're going to, have, they're going to build a cohort of relationships of, of love amongst each other. That's what IYT is about. We lead through love. If you think about the challenges that you faced uh, as a kid and the grace that you were given, not all of us were given that grace or even that continuous love. So we want to make sure that, that we can fill in any void that a young brother has in his life. And you've been doing this, how long has IYT been in effect? Almost nine years now. Gotcha. Yeah. So then you probably can answer my next question with no problem. So what have you seen as some of the outcomes um, from you know some of the young men who have started in high school, in college or have made it through at this point? Well, 99% of our young men graduate high school, uh, 88% attend college, and we have almost a 60% A through G completion rate. So those numbers are 20 to 30 points higher than the statewide average. But the impact is really on the the storytelling. Uh, I can tell you one one story of a young man from the Thomas High School. He entered our program as a freshman, and this young brother had a lot of uh, different gifts, but a lot of challenges. He, would, he was getting removed from class, constantly getting in trouble, not really doing his homework. He was part of our first cohort at Natomas High School. So he came in to IYT. Even during IYT, he had challenges where he had to you know, be shown some extra grace and extra love for him to remain in the program. But a couple months in, he became president of the, the IYT program. Uh, and he's now a sophomore at... Sac State, but a leader. I mean, he was serving as a mentor fellow for two years, both at Natomas and Jefferson, his first two years while he was in college. And he had dramatic growth in his GPA. He went from low ones, right, to mid twos to a 3.0. So he was hitting his stride every semester. And the disciplinary challenges he was having during the school day began to become less frequent as he discovered who he was, as he discovered what talents and as his vision became clear for his life. 
You know, one of the things that I really love, I mean, there's so many aspects that I, I love about IYT and what it's doing, but one in particular is um, you look for those kind of students, the ones that have challenges, the ones whose grades may be suffering. And a lot of times with programs, you know, you want to get the students that are already achieving um, or who may be a little bit more easier. But you guys say, no, you want the more challenging students that may need more work. Yeah, we want uh, we want those who are slipping through the cracks everywhere else. So when we go on campus, we're not looking for young people who are already in IB or AP or or, right, or avid students who are already doing well in school. We typically want those who are below a 2.0, but almost all of them enter below a 275. So it's a purposeful recruitment strategy to get those who may not feel connected to anything else on campus connected. And, you know, just from a personal narrative, I mean, I was one of those young people in middle school. I, I was failing algebra. You know, I was getting in trouble a lot. I was suspended. And I wish I had someone just to tell me it was going to be okay. Mm -hmm. At the challenges I was facing was typical, uh, but also that folks have gotten through them before. I want to help to avoid some of the, the pitfalls I had as a young person. So hopefully IYT could be that mirror. Again, when you look into the mirror yourself and you figure out who you are, it wants to be reflected. You want to be reflected somewhere else. So let's talk about the 1300 challenge. I know uh, our board of trustees um, adopted a resolution in support of the 1300 challenge um, so that in the Thomas Unified School District, our, our students will be a part of that. So why don't you uh, tell our listeners about the 1300 challenge? The 1300 campaign is a simple premise. How can we as a community send an additional 1300 young men of color to Sacramento State and UC Davis? You probably ask why 1300? For us, it's based upon the 13th Amendment which says that, yes, slaves were free, but if you were incarcerated, you know, slavery is, is still continuing allowed in the United States under that premise. So what's recognized that the school-to-prison pipeline, this phenomenon where young men of color are either arrested on, on campus and funneled through the criminal justice system, we use that play on the 13th Amendment and the, the, the number 13 to say, listen, we want to build a stronger pipeline, a pipeline from high school to college for our young men. And the 1300 campaign is based upon the premise of, listen, how can we get districts to think a little differently and how they think about ethnic studies or, or A through G classes or even school discipline. If you look at school discipline across Sacramento County, it is disproportionately to two different groups of young people, black and Latino males. So we want to challenge our district partners, and Natomas has accepted that challenge, and they were the first to accept the challenge and continue to lead the way. But how can we think differently to make sure that less young men of color are removed from the classroom and think in a more holistic way when we think about school discipline? I read somewhere, um, I believe it was on your website, where you talked about the um, likelihood of of a student of a student a young man of color if you know by going to college and being educated it really changes the trajectory or the less likeliness that they may get into trouble in other ways um, did you guys do some research talk just talk a little bit about that because I think it's so important for people to really realize like this is life changing things. This is life changing. College is a gateway to a better life. Uh, you, you enable universal access to higher education 
what you do is you have a stronger community. So there's there's always a conversation around you know crime and and like safer communities. If you want long term uh, community safety, you raise high school graduation rates and you provide uh, stable employment for young people, in particular for young men of color. So college, if you if you go to college, if you attend college and you graduate college, you are tremendously less likely to to be on social services. You're less likely to be incarcerated. You're more likely to have a stable income and more likely to live longer. So life outcomes in the end matters. More time you can spend with your family, your grandkids, et cetera. College matters. And for unfortunately, young men of color, black and Latino males are the least likely to attend and graduate college. So the 1300 campaign wants to change the narrative and challenge our district partners, again, like Natomas is doing and leading the way to think differently, but to have a concrete number in which we want to reach. One other thing that I like about it is it's 2025. We're already 2021, 2022. Oh, don't say that. That's <laughs> <right>, man. <laughs> we got some work we got to do then, Deidre. Ah, but I know that you are more than capable. You know, sometimes people have goals, but they're, you know, they're long term where you have to wait to see. And so that's pretty ambitious for, uh, you know, just in a few years to see that. So I'll be watching. I'm sure we all will. We know that it will happen. And I just want to thank you for being a great role model um, for our young people. They need to have more positive um, role models that are not just on the basketball court or running down the field, but there are other ways that you can make so much impact in the lives of people. So I want to thank you and also thank the other Michael. Um, send that to him as well. He's not here, though, so he can't get the full <laughs> thanks. But can I share with you about the like the, the, the power of, you know, role models and the ability to see Absolutely. yourself? So for, you know, I told you I was at Intercom on Wednesday. I, I was watching. I was participating in one of our workshops at for IYT program. And at the end of the workshop, one young brother pulled me aside. He was like, hey, man, what's it like to be a CEO? I was like, oh, that's an interesting question. You know, so, you know, I, I kind of went through, right, my, you know, my day and what that means. But I was reflecting on the question. I think what he was really trying to get to was, hey, man, I never saw anybody who looks like you who, who had the title of CEO. You know, I, I could imagine that's that, powerful. you know, that was, mm -hmm. you know, that has something to him because he purposely asked it. And he purposely pulled me aside to be able to inquire more because he may have those same ambitions of wanting to lead an organization or something. He may have seen it on TV, but maybe not seen it in his community. Mm -hmm. So that, that question to me sparks the, the, the purposefulness of what the work we're trying to do and the, the power of just showing up and showing up with a yes. story and showing up and giving encouragement and love young people. That's awesome. I'm sure you gave him a lot to think about that day and, and moving forward. So, all right. Is there anything else you, you want to share with, with our folks out there? No, I really just want to thank Natomas Unified's leadership and board for allowing us to partner. Uh, Natomas has been a consistent partner. They're a trailblazer leader and Especially, you know, Chris. Chris is a phenomenal leader in the sense of Casper and I both model a lot of what he does. You know, we we try to. Sometimes we think we're in a challenge. You know what? What will Chris do? Because uh, <laughs> he has given us a lot of you know mentorship and love over the years, and helped us to think through about how we can be purposeful in this work and impactful. So, thank you for Chris's leadership, your board, and the Thomas Unified for being for being you. Thank you so much, and we appreciate you too. No problem. So that wraps it up for this edition of Conversations. We hope you join us again.
This podcast is a production of the Natomas Unified School District. You can find our podcast online in the Apple Store, Google Play Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and the Natomas Unified School District website at www.natomasunified.org. You can also locate our episodes on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just look for Natomas Unified.